Good morning everyone, it is Monday the 29th of March and it's World Piano Day. A big happy birthday to Eric Idle, to John Major, to Brendan Gleeson and to Elle McPherson. There were 604 new cases of COVID-19 yesterday and a further 13 deaths announced. NFET meet this afternoon to discuss the recommendations for government around easing restrictions from April 5th. Minister Catherine Martin says there will be some positive news on Tuesday. Government expects to be in a position to to extend the the current five kilometre limit um, to to outdoor meetings beyond uh, one one household, and of course, easing restrictions outdoors, including um, con, you know sports and sporting activity and and construction. Um, but you know we want to give people signs of hope, but we have to be re- realistic too. There are genuine concerns around a fourth wave. Paul Reid, CEO of the HSC, is anxious. However that there are still worrying levels of positivity and he was pointing the finger squarely at playdates on Morning Ireland. There's a lot of activity outside of school uh, and within communities. uh, Playdates, you mean? Playdates is very clearly one of the aspects of it that's coming through in terms of our visits between households. Very clear from our public health doctors, the information they have, that that's a very significant issue. As pressure mounts for the speeding up of the vaccination programme, there's going to be one less centre in Dublin, as Minister for Health Stephen Donnelly ordered the Beacon Hospital Vaccination Centre closed after it emerged that spare vaccines were being offered to a private school in Wicklow. Mary Lou MacDonald says that's not the only issue with the programme and it's just not good enough. Well, there had to be some intervention. I mean, such has been the level of public anger around this story that the minister and the government had to intervene. But I think it needs to be remembered that this isn't an isolated incident. I mean, there are that many problems with the rollout of this vaccine that it's hard to know where to start. But for sure, we need now a really strong system of supervision, a strong system of oversight in terms of the guidelines and the administration of this vaccine and unless that changes unfortunately we run the danger of of stories like this and situations like this happening again As the EU has battled with vaccine supply shortages, there's been an offer of help from an unexpected source. Northern Ireland's First Minister, Arlene Foster, sat down with RTE's Tommy O'Gorman and she says that it's possible that the UK government will donate vaccines to the Republic to provide an all-Ireland strategy for vaccination. Oh, I think it is a runner. Um, and uh, when I'm next speaking to him, I'll be, I'll be making that point again. I think it's important... Uh, that we continue the conversation and I'll be listening very carefully to what our medical advisors are saying about the rollout of the vaccine in Northern Ireland, where it is in the Republic of Ireland and what that means uh, for both jurisdictions. But the UK's Secretary of State for Culture, Oliver Dowden, was not so sure that it's really a possibility. Well, clearly our first priority is ensuring that we deliver vaccines in the United Kingdom. We clearly don't currently have a surplus of vaccines. Uh, Should we get to the point where we have a surplus of vaccines, we'd make decisions on the allocation of that surplus. The US has made huge progress with vaccinations, now aiming for 200 million jabs over the next six weeks or so. 
But some states are already opening up and spring break has caused chaos. Dr. Fauci says he is concerned. Well, you know, the variants are playing a part, but it is not completely the variants. What we're likely seeing is because of things like spring break and pulling back on the mitigation methods that you've seen now. Several states have done that. Meanwhile, former White House COVID-19 coordinator Dr. Deborah Burks is still talking about what could or indeed should have been done during the Trump administration, including admitting that most of the U.S. death toll was avoidable. Look at it this way. The first time we have an excuse, there were about 100,000 deaths that came from that original surge. All of the rest of them, in my mind, could have been mitigated or decreased substantially. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Now, it was a grim weekend for Irish football fans, wasn't it? After the hard-fought loss to Serbia, manager Stephen Kenny headed into what indeed should have been a straightforward home game against Luxembourg. Once again, though, Ireland failed to score and lost 1-0 to the European minnows. Virgin Media Sport analyst Brian Kerr says the issue isn't actually with the manager, it's more about the FAI. This has been coming for a good while. This is, this is the fault of a lack of, of a proper player development structure and coaching structure in Ireland for many years. There's been a, a dearth of talent coming through for the teams. Suddenly Stephen is pouring players into the senior team from the under-21s that were successful for him for about a year who aren't ready. Last night saw Finding Jack Charlton air as part of Virgin Media's support for Alzheimer's Awareness Week and it also saw a documentary looking back on the glory days of Irish football when we were all part of Jackie's army. Former Ireland player and indeed manager Mick McCarthy remembered Jack fondly. And I think the story that I always remember was when we were playing in, uh, in Belfast 
and the, the fans, they were giving him yards, giving him dogs abuse, and he, he, he took a cigarette out, he put it in his mouth, and he leant up to the fence and asked somebody if they got a light. And I'm, <laughs> there was about 30 or 40 blokes who couldn't wait to get their hands in the pocket to give him a light, and they all stopped giving him abuse. And he just lit it up, said cheers, and turned around. It was just, you just had to like him. He was just a brilliant fella. Now, Saturday night saw Tommy Tiernan's newly extended run of shows continue and facing him across the studio this time was RTE news legend Anne Doyle. She said she was quite nervous about the interview, actually, but she was well able to charm Tommy. I was petrified. Mm. Uh, And when the time comes, a great calm, I always think of it as the calmness of despair comes over you. I'd love to say it's the calmness of looking forward to an incredibly enjoyable experience. Mm. But it is the calm of knowing that I'm in the hands of a maestro and all will be well. You're such a game player. Ah, Well, sure you have to. You're not bad yourself. This has been the Smart 7 Ireland edition. If you're listening on Spotify, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow morning at 7am, so please do like and subscribe everywhere. They enable our skill on Alexa. Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.